0: You're listening to the Panther Podcast, the official podcast of Oconto Falls Public School District. In today's episode, I have a conversation with our instructional technology leaders. Everybody. welcome once again to the Panther podcast I'm your host Jason Schmidt and I have a plethora of special guests along with me today I'm gonna to let them introducing uh, let them introduce themselves starting with the illustrious companion that I have here in the building with me illustrious, illustrious yes that's
1: what I said <laughs> I <Hi, laughs> didn't know that was coming so <laughs> and it's at the end of the day so I'm a little slap happy yeah and- that's right My name is Jesse Baumgart. I'm the Abrams Elementary Music Specialist and a new addition to the ITL leader position here.
0: Thanks for joining us, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Next on the list, we have Christian.
2: Hey, guys. I'm Christian Hellerman. I'm joining brand new this year as an information technology literacy teacher, and I'm also joining the ITL team as well.
0: So you're like ITL squared, really? Yeah, times two. I mean, if you you think about (laughs) that, like... I don't know if that's well, we don't have any math teachers in our in our midst today, so that's you know, we'll we'll either say two ITL or ITL squared. We'll figure it out. I don't know. Zach, how about you?
3: Hey everybody, I am Zach Klaus. I'm the sixth grade social studies teacher at Washington Middle School. This is my second year and my first year as an ITL.
0: Welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you on, Zach. I know you're a little reluctant, but that's okay. I think we're I think you know, you've got a lot we're of really good things. We're, we're getting, getting comfortable. We're getting comfortable. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and last but most certainly most certainly not least, Hannah.
4: Hey, um, I'm Hannah Ziden. I teach Spanish at the high school here, and this is my sixth year with the district and first year as an ITL. Super excited for the year so far, in spite of all of the challenges we have, um, I think we've had a lot of good opportunities too, so I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things that I don't think you guys hear enough from, um, from people like in my position or your colleagues or anything is just the the level of assistance and the level of help that you're able to provide not just to our teachers but also to our students Um, you know just really appreciate all the extra time and effort that you guys are putting in to to help our students to help our teachers succeed Um, you know it really is a a team effort and I'm just really glad and and uh, very happy to have you guys on the team to be able to contribute and kind of make everybody's lives easier so Um, on behalf of everybody else thank you very much for the the work that you put in Um, the the topic for our discussion today I guess is you know we want to talk a little bit about the ITL position because that's brand new for the district Um, but then also um, want to highlight some of the particular contributions that you guys are having to your buildings so um, you know what are what are some of the ways that you guys have been either working with kids or working with teachers to um, help maybe navigate some of the craziness that we've been living through for the past you know six months and then probably continuing on for the Mm -hmm. indefinite future i'll just kind of i'm just kind of leaving this one wide open so whoever's ready you guys just just jump in
2: Well, I can jump in first. Um, Being a new teacher here in a new position, um, I feel like I'm working really hard to bridge the gaps from where we were with just keyboarding and bring our students into a new digital future by focusing on our ITL standards. So I was able this week to get them on their former program of practicing our typing, but also leading them to someplace new by exploring uh, programming or introduction to coding with a lot of the students.
0: That's really cool. So is that something that, like when when kids are at home or when they're not in your classroom are they going to have access to all of those materials and be able to you know continue to either grow in their knowledge or practice those kinds of things on their own
2: absolutely that's something i'm looking into so that we can really explore and expand right now i've only taught them how to use one tool in order to do this but in the future i want to introduce them to more tools so that they have more avenues of attack
0: very cool very cool so um, what are some of those new tools, Christian, that you're looking for that might be um, you know, a, a, something that we want to introduce to kids and uh, see, how, see what other stuff we can do with them?
2: Well, I started off with a program called Scratch that helps out with blockchain coding. There are some other ones for younger students um, called Bot Logic, and I know that there's some ones for even younger students called B-Bots. But I really want to make sure that we can check out some other really cool tools like um, Lego has some really awesome coding activities. Uh, Minecraft has some phenomenal ones as well, and really just get into some of the other ones rather than focusing solely on one tool itself.
0: I'm really excited about the Minecraft thing in particular. Um, I have experience with that in my previous district, so I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that you're exploring that and looking at that, at that as an option. I think that'll be really fun, and that'll be a, a, an interesting topic for a future podcast, perhaps. <laughs> so hopefully we can get that one going and have a, have a little bit further discussion on that. So, awesome. Thanks a lot, Christian. Um, you know, appreciate your contributions to the district and to helping your kids out. Who's next in the hot seat?
1: Well, I'll go. This is Jesse over at Abrams. So um, I got to say, working with my second graders this week, Mrs. DeBaker's class, they are experiencing their first few times with me on Seesaw, because I want to make sure every class is literate with um, or they have a good literacy skills in in how to work the platform. (laughs) And the kids got to work on changing the background to uh, activities that we're submitting. We, I just said, you know what, we're going to do um, an activity right now where you're gonna, we're going to play around. So let's go play around with the microphone. And we talked through some rhythms as a whole group. Uh, we played, we, we um, played around with shapes, reshading them, different colors, adding them on. The kids just lit up like little light bulbs. It was it was a really awesome That's moment. Fun. Yeah. Wish That's I would fun. have done it with my other two second grade classes that I had previously.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes I think um, teachers kind of take for granted the fact that... Um, they they kind of assume that kids know how to do stuff and you know even with a platform like seesaw which is our standard platform for communication and activities and digital work that kids are going to be doing um, at the elementary level uh, they they don't they haven't necessarily been exposed to all of those different things so giving them the opportunity to work with that I think is a a huge help to the teachers um, you know especially when it comes time to uh, train them how to get in there and how to use the, the tools and do the activities and things that they want them to do um, you know that that's a that's a huge help I know for um, for, our, for our instructional staff just when they when they get to those activities so that's really fun cool
1: I actually apologize to the teacher when she came to pick them up because I'm like I don't <laughs> think you're going to get any kind of assignment from back from your kids anymore that's going to be just blank in the background it's going to be crazy full of all weird kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: But you know what? That's good. It's an it's a good creative outlet for the kids, mm-hmm. right? And then it, it gives them an opportunity to exercise restraint, maybe, or <laughs> following right. directions. The like, kids you know. are like,
1: can we do more? Can we? I'm like, uh, sorry, guys, got to go. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Time
0: to get back. Oh, I love it. Good stuff. Thanks, Jesse. And to you, also appreciate your contributions for helping get kids ready. Thank you. Who's next?
3: Um, I guess I've done a lot of work just one-on-one with teachers right now. Um, we're navigating those uncharted waters that is schoology right now um, something we haven't had much experience in the district with to this point a couple people in the building trialed it last year um, but aside from that nobody here's done it I've had the opportunity to play around with it when I was in Howard Swamico for a while so I'm more familiar than most uh, so we've been we've been meeting one-on-one a lot just to help people set up their grade book and get assignments in there and figure out what materials to post and how to post certain things, what's what's the best way to do, um, well, Schoology. I've also done a lot of work with students on Zoom, because we're having to use that so much, and ClassLink, every, everything is new, especially to my sixth graders. So I've done a lot of work with them and the sixth grade team and the teachers here um, to help prepare them to be, well, ready for all the change.
0: Yeah, you know, I, the, and that's and that's been one thing. You know, we talked about that in the podcast last week with Corey. Um, just the the pace of change that our teachers and our students have had to endure over the last six months is just it's amazing, absolutely incredible. And you know, I, I've 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 seen I've seen people. You know, I, when when you get all of these things thrown at you, you know, the the uh, the tendency is to just kind of freeze up and you know, kind of just get really get really nervous and anxious about what's mm-hmm. going to be happening and what's going on next and all of this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and um you know to to have somebody there to be able to work with people one-on-one and help them through and help them navigate all of those uh different challenges is definitely so helpful and i, I would imagine it's very appreciated by um by those teachers and the students at the middle school because you know i mean just just having somebody there to help you work through stuff really just makes a huge difference so um, you know that's that's uh, a very a very valuable thing that you're contributing to um, to the work that we're doing as a district. So thanks for that, Zach. Thank you, Hannah. You're the last one.
4: All right. Well. I'll echo some of what Zach said. It's been a lot of work at the high school, um, just kind of one-on-one with teachers to make sure they feel comfortable using Zoom, using Schoology. Um, Right now, I think the biggest thing that we're kind of working on is juggling concurrent learning and trying to find new tools that we can use to help those students who are working at home at the same time as we're teaching students in the classroom and trying to make that as seamless as possible. So I've been um, kind of looking at some apps and websites in my own time, working with other teachers on what they're using to to try to um, just get some solutions in play for some of the unique situations that we're teaching in right now.
0: Yeah, definitely have a lot of unique situations that we're working our way through right now, aren't we?
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: go ahead. Oh, oh, I thought you had I... something additional. Sorry. No, I'm sorry, I didn't. <laughs> That's all right. I'll edit that part out.
4: Okay.
0: I just need like 15 seconds of silence. It'll be fine. No, it's not 15 seconds, but okay. This is just my marker. So, uh, you mentioned something about concurrent learning. Um, can you can you fill us in a little bit about that? I mean, we talked about it in the podcast last week, but I think you know the more information we can provide people, and the more kind of you know, so they can understand what that looks like. Um, what are what is that what does concurrent lear- learning look like at the high school?
4: Sure. So right now in almost all of my classes, I have at least one student per class hour who um, is learning from home. And so I have my group in class that I work with face-to-face. And then I also have students um, attending virtually through Zoom. So part of that is just setting up Zoom meetings, um, configuring audio and video to make sure that people can see. And then um, I've also kind of done some troubleshooting to make sure that um, like the paper resources I have for students in the classroom can also be done by those students at home. So I've been using mostly the Cam extension um, to push out those paper resources to kids mm-hmm. uh, at home. Um, And then the other factor is just keeping things organized and communicating really two sets of instructions, one for the kids who are at school, okay, here's what you're doing next, and then for the kids who are listening from home, all right, here's what you're doing. So having a really tight organization system in Schoology has been super helpful for that. Um, I've been trying to do some individual assignments to keep things clear as to who is doing what. But, but yeah, that's been the biggest thing is just kind of juggling the two learning platforms at the same time.
0: Yeah, which can I imagine be very overwhelming at, um, at any point in time and that just, you know, it testifies, it's a a testament to your professionalism and your level of ability to be able to navigate changing circumstances and everything like that, that you're um, able to to pull this off I you know just the way that you're describing and kinds of things that you're talking about doing you know that's just that's that's outstanding and um, you know it's a I'm very honored and glad to have you in our uh, in our circle as an example to to point to and to look up to and um, have people have people learn from you so um, thanks for all of the work that you're doing thank you everybody else also for all of the time and effort that you put in I know you know this uh, this can be uh uh a kind of a, a an intimidating thing to hop onto a podcast you know but it's really not that bad that's not that big a deal right hey jesse's eyes are like bugging out of his head over here so you should see mine jason <laughs> yeah no we, we uh we'll we'll edit out all of the sound of vomiting that came from your room while you were i know i tried talking. to keep it so, quiet i yeah i know even with it muted like i'm pretty sure i heard it through christian's mic so oh, gosh <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was bad i'm just gonna say so no you guys are fantastic i do um totally appreciate the work that you do and the connections that you're making with our teachers and with our students um this is not the it's not possible for us to navigate through all of the things that we're going through uh, without your help so um, just wanted to extend my thanks to each of you for um, all of the work that you do and for taking time on a, on a virtual learning day to talk with me a little bit about the work that you've got going on in school. So this is good information. It's uh, a fun update. And I um, appreciate you guys. Thank you very much.